Welcome to Matthew's World of Wine and Drink, an educational podcast helping wine students and wine enthusiasts alike to learn about all the wines of the world. I'm Matthew Gorn, and I'm a WCT certified educator, and in this podcast, I explore different wine regions and different grape varieties, and also interview producers from all around the world to explore the vast world of wine. The focus for this episode is the grape varieties of Portugal, particularly the indigenous grape varieties, that is, those which are native to Portugal itself, and there are many of them, in fact, around about 250, which for such a small country is a huge amount. There are more indigenous grape varieties in Portugal per square kilometre than any other country in the world, even more so than Italy. Although Italy has more indigenous grape varieties, it is a much bigger country. And so in Portugal, those indigenous varieties are concentrated on a fairly small uh, landscape. And there are lots and lots of them, some of them more famous than others, and some of them which really are very important in terms of style of wine and adding to the character of Portuguese wine. Others are less famous, but actually still very important, especially for um, higher volume wines. There are some international grape varieties planted in Portugal too, uh, particularly in Alentejo, a region to the uh, southeast of Portugal on the Spanish border. And these have some importance, uh, planted in the 1990s as Portugal tried to gain some international recognition for its wines after uh, several decades of military dictatorship and opening up to the world by joining the EU and showing that Portuguese wine wasn't just port. And these international varieties can produce some good wine. They were usually used in blends to soften the tannins of Portuguese red wine, which can be extremely tannic. But for the most part, Portuguese wine is made from the indigenous varieties. The international varieties are a little bit controversial because there are so many native grape varieties to Portugal. Then why plant international varieties? They already have the varieties that they that are well suited to Portugal's climates. And those indigenous varieties give Portugal its unique character because they're not planted in many other places outside of the country. But the wines are usually blends. Several reasons for this. One is that there are so many indigenous varieties that they have to be made use of and blended together. They have different qualities which um, work best in a blend according to climate and site and the character of the grape varieties. Also because holdings in Portugal are very small. So there are lots of small farmers with tiny vineyards with random grape varieties planted in them which are bought by bigger producers and which are by necessity blended together. So these blends are partly because of style and also partly because of practicality and necessity. This does make selling the wine a little bit difficult in the international market because the grape varieties aren't that well known and also because they're blends so it's hard to put them on the front of the label. Some of the names are quite long, some of them not well recognised. But of course there is nothing wrong with a blend and that is part of the character of Portuguese wine. So it is a case of um, selling the wine according to region more than the grape variety which is a tradition across Europe. So knowing the regions is perhaps more important than knowing the grape varieties but it is the grape varieties which make up the character of the wine. So a quick look at the geography and climate of Portugal before looking at the different grape varieties. We can divide Portugal into two. One is the western side of Portugal, which is on the Atlantic coast, where it is a maritime climate. So in the northwest there is Vinho Verde, which is just south of Galicia and the region of Rios Baixas in Spain, and producing high acid, relatively low alcohol wines. 
which are very fresh with a little bit of spritz, although there are more serious wines made from the Alvarino grape variety, just as in Rioche Baixas across the border. And then going further south, towards Lisbon, where it remains wet, but a little bit warmer. Inland, which occurs quite quickly, the climate becomes continental and quite warm. So regions such as Douro, which is west of Porto and just southwest of uh, Vinho Verde, going south into Dao, which is surrounded by three mountain ranges, so quite enclosed growing conditions and quite hot as well. And then further south into Alentejo, between Lisbon and the Spanish border, which is quite hot and dry as well. So different climates, from the cooler and wetter to the hotter and drier, and different grape varieties adapting, adapting to those climates over time to produce quite distinctive wines. So we'll go through the regions geographically, but also by white grape variety first and then by black grape variety starting with Vigno Verde in the northwest of the country. So Vigno Verde means green wine, which is referring not to the wet conditions or the green um, environment, but the fact that these wines are young and designed to be drunk immediately within a year of the vintage. So fresh, youthful wines. And generally these wines are a blend, and there are many different grape varieties which can go into Vigno Verde. Some of the main ones include Lorairo, which is a mid-ripening, medium plus acidity, aromatic uh, wine. Its name literally means laurel leaf or bay leaf, and that's what the wines smell like. That's the distinctive character. There is also Arinto, which um, adds acidity to the blend. And it's also planted in um, Bairada, which is just to the south of Vigno Verde, another maritime climate. So it's got the high acidity, but maintains its body in these cooler climates. So a very useful blending grape variety. But it also works in warmer climates further south, such as Alentejo, Setubal, and Teju, because it maintains its acidity in those warmer climates. So a great variety that's planted all over Portugal, from the cooler climates to the warmer climates. Another great variety is a Vesso, which means contrary, uh, because it has high alcohol and high acid. Maybe two characters you wouldn't expect to find in the same wine. And it has a fuller body, so a useful blending component to add a bit of weight to the Vigno Verde wines while still adding acidity because these are fresh, high-acid styles. There is also Trajadora, which across the border in Galicia is called Trajadora, and this has lower acid and it's quite a delicate style of wine and again useful for blending rather than on its, on its own. And in Galicia also it is generally used as part of a blend. So we'll see with some of these grape varieties, particularly in northern and north um, east Portugal, there is an overlap with Spain. So Trajadora is Trajadora. There's also a grape variety we'll discuss in a second, planted in Dao called Jean, which is Menthia in, in Spain. And there's also Alvarino or Alvarino in Spain, the main grape variety of Rioche Baixas, a high acid Fairly aromatic grape variety with aromas of pears and peaches and flowers. Very fresh, but with body and weight to it as well. And across the border in Portugal, in Vinho Verde, it is the only grape variety which can be made on its own as a single varietal wine in the sub-regions of Monsao and Melagoso. And these are on the border with Spain. So the river Minho separates Spain from Portugal, or Galicia from Portugal. And the wines made from Alvarino in these two regions have a bit more body, a bit more weight, and a bit more alcohol. So Vino Verde in general is around about 11.5%, whereas 
Wines made from Alvarino can be as high as 12.5%. So a bit more weight, complexity and structure to the wines, and these wines can be quite age-worthy. I've tasted Alvarino from Vino Verde, 10 years old, and it's exceptional. Um, almost becoming Riesling-like in its character, not just the smoky aromas, but also retaining the high acidity, the aromas, without any um, oak influence, so a very aromatic style of wine. Moving further inland to Douro, this is of course where port is made, and the white grape varieties in Douro are also used for port, but now white wine, which can be quite rich and full-bodied, but maintaining a freshness because the grape varieties have maintained their acidity in the warm climate, with a little bit of an oxidative character as well. So Viocino, um, a low-yielding aromatic grape variety, which has a good balance between sugar and acid in the warm climate, producing full-bodied wines, although it can be subject to oxidation during winemaking, so a little bit difficult. Another reason why Blending is used quite commonly in Portugal. There are strengths and weaknesses to each grape variety, and blending compensates for that. There's also rabigato, which means cat's tail. There is a tendency in Portugal to name grape varieties after animals, and this is one example. And this is a high-acid wine, but also quite high in alcohol, so a mixture of acidity and alcohol, but fresh with blossom and vegetal aromas and usually blended with lower acid grape varieties just to create that balance so it's not too sharp. There's Gaveo, which is Gadeo across the border in Spain, which produces complex full-bodied wines. In Spain it's usually on its own, but in Doro part of a blend, but without the oak aging. Further south from Doro is Dao, and the main grape variety here is Encruzado, and it can be prone to oxidation, which means losing its aromas of capsicum, roses, and lemon, but it can also be aged in oak and be quite age-worthy and produce quite complex, full-bodied styles of wine. But some of those disadvantages of Encruzado mean that the wines means that the grape variety is often blended. For example, with Malvasia fina, which in Madeira is called Boal, which produces high alcohol, medium acid, fruity and perfumed wines, which may be aged in oak. It's a more aromatic style. Bical, also grown in Bairada, just to the west of Dao, is an aromatic early ripening um, grape variety, which is important in Bairada in particular, because it means it avoids the rain in that maritime climate during the harvest. But that is lower in acid. And then there's also Circial, which is not to be confused with Circial planted in Madeira. Different grape varieties, different spelling also planted in Barada, and this has higher acid and is a lighter bodied style of wine. So in Dao, we have blends of Encruzado, fuller bodied, Malvasia fina, also fuller bodied with medium acidity, Bical with higher acidity, Bical more aromatic though with lower acidity, and Circial, as acidic and lighter bodied. So you can see how these grape varieties work together. The most planted white grape variety in Portugal is called Maria Gomes, or Fernau Piresh. So if some Portuguese grape varieties are named after animals, some are named after people. And this is quite unusual because one name is after a woman, another name is after a man. Don't know who these people may have been. And this is planted throughout Baraida, Setubal and Teju. And Teju is inland from Lisbon and where a lot of the higher volume wine is made in Portugal. So getting slightly warmer, easier growing conditions. And Maria Gomes slash Fernau Piresh is an aromatic grape variety, high yields, adaptable to different climates, which is why it's planted in a cooler, wetter Bairada and warmer, drier Teju. 
and produces generally simple fruity wines, especially when the wines have been fermented at cooler temperatures to preserve the uh, fruits and aromatics. So more of an everyday drinking grape variety. Moving further inland to the warm, arid region of Alentejo, there's Rupairo, also in Spain called Sira, S-I with an accent double R-A, which has intense aromas, can be a little bit oxidative as well, so a common theme with Portuguese white grape varieties, producing slightly nutty aromas. Has a balance of medium alcohol and medium acidity, and is usually used for blending. With Antal Vache, which is high quality, especially in the warmer conditions, maintaining a balance between alcohol and acidity, and has tropical fruit aromas. Alentejo is a region which is a bit more experimental and has really emerged from pretty rustic styles 30 years ago into more modern styles and this is where we find some of the international varieties such as Chardonnay or Sauvignon Blanc which can be blended blended with the local grape varieties and the same for red wine as well where Syrah is found here blended with some of the local black grape varieties which we'll discuss in a second. So that's an overview of the different main white grape varieties of Portugal. Some of them planted all over the country and adapting to the local conditions, others more particular to each region. So let's move on to the black grape varieties, starting with Suzao, which is the main grape variety, which is the main grape variety for red vinho verde. So since the 1980s, vinho verde has been known for white wine, but it used to be historically known for red wine and a very unusual distinctive style of red wine because malolactic fermentation was not practiced, maybe because the conditions are so cool it just did not occur. So very tannic, lean red wine, lacking the creaminess and vanilla and soft smoothness that most red wines have because of the lack of um, malolactic fermentation. But Suzelle is quite a useful grape variety in these cool conditions because it maintains its acidity, it's quite fruity, and it adds colour to the wine as well. So if the wine is a little bit of a cooler climate style, it's still got that dark colour. And Suzao is also used in Douro. Uh, it's one of the grape varieties used for port, but it's also used for red wine as well, blended for colour and acidity. In Douro, the port grape varieties are of course used for red wine, the warm continental conditions producing full-bodied wines with quite dusty tannins, the most important grape variety in terms of quality is Turiga Nacional, which is also planted in Dao, Barada and Teju, but it is a low-yielding grape variety, which means that growers, especially those relying on volume rather than quality, uh, don't like to work with it. But it has been planted more in recent years because of its quality, as there's an appreciation within port for its quality, because it's floral and perfumed, aromatic, maintaining high acid and high tannin, but also an appreciation for its qualities for red wine for the same reasons. And this is a great variety you may find as a single varietal blend because of its distinctive high quality character. But also in Doro is Toriga Franca, which prefers warm south facing slopes. So some of the great varieties of Doro are quite particular in their relation to heat. Some of them need heat, some of them don't like it. So planting the great varieties on the appropriate slopes. And this produces wines with intense uh, red fruit aromas and quite floral and herbal too. There is another grape variety, Tintura Riche, which is used for port. Ripens a little bit earlier for softer, jammier um, character. Quite widely planted and a useful blending grape variety. It's also planted in Dao, Alentejo and Teju. In Alentejo it's called Aragonese, and in Spain it's called Tempranillo. 
And so this is one of the grape varieties which is not indigenous to, to Portugal, brought into Spain, possibly by a man called Senor Roriche, which is why it's called Tinta Roriche in Douro. The Portuguese believed it came from Aragon in northeast Spain, which is more than possible, which is why it's called Aragonesh too. Also in Dao, as well as Bairada, there is Jayen, which is Menthea in Spain, a lower acid grape variety often made for early drinking with carbonic maceration, but it can be used for blending for wines with a firmer structure as well, with grape varieties which have higher acid, and so therefore the wines can be a bit more age-worthy. For example, Alfocharo, which is planted in Dao, Ambarada, and also Alentejo. And this is related to Trousseau, which in Portugal is called Bastardo, and is a little bit planted in Dao also of uh, Bastardo. And there's lots of uh, potential quality for Alfrochero, and more widely planted as people, as growers and producers appreciate its quality. It has a deep colour, it has high body, but it's also quite fresh in these warm climates. Although in Alentejo, the colour is a little bit paler, the alcohol is higher, and the style is a bit more rustic, which kind of sums up the wines of Alentejo in general. Then we go back to the Atlantic coast and the region of Bairada, which we've already mentioned in relation to some of the white and black grape varieties, but what it's most associated with is Baga. And this is a difficult grape variety, frowned upon by many producers historically and even today, because it is so difficult to work with, and it can produce pretty low quality wines because it's difficult to get ripe. And in this maritime climate, the wines can be quite low in alcohol, underripe and lacking concentration and structure and being a bit too dilute. And it's also susceptible to rot as well, which will uh, prevent ripeness even more. At the same time, it's a highly tannic grape variety. If the grapes do get ripe, with that high tannin, the wines can be extremely age-worthy. And I've tasted Baga from the region, which is 30 years old and is still highly tannic, maintaining its structure. So the wines can be extremely age-worthy at their best. But this involves getting the grapes fully ripe for um, a full, fuller-bodied, higher-alcohol structure, though still not that high, below 14%. Uh, Bagger, even at its best, can be as low as 11%, but with a highly tannic structure. So be wary of Bagger. Trust the best producers, such as Louis Patu, who really um, resurrected the grape variety in the 1980s and still makes very good wine, and his daughter, Philippe Pato, and also Niport make good wines from Baga. Um, they're a port producer, but they make wines all over Portugal, including in Barada from Baga. Then going back to Alentejo, already mentioned Alfrochero, there's also Alicante Boucher, a great variety brought into the region in the 1950s. So again, emphasizing that Alentejo is a bit more international in its uh, plantings. And this is a rare black grape variety which has red juice. So it is used for colour, not just in Alentejo or Portugal, but elsewhere in Europe and also in areas like California. And it's a fruity wine used for blending for its fruits and for its colour. There's also Trincadara, um, which is planted in Alentejo and also in Teju. So Teju is the name of the river that flows into Lisbon, the Tagus in English. And Teju, as I mentioned, for um, higher volume styles of wine just between Lisbon and Alentejo. Alentejo has a bit more, um, even though it's warm, has a bit more structure and complexity to the wines. Trincadada is a difficult grape variety to grow with moderate yields, but it does produce dark coloured wines, quite rich with black fruit and can be used um, for blends to add colour and those fruits and also has quite round tannins and, and can be aged in oak 
too is quite a useful grape variety. So you see all these grape varieties may be lacking a little something on their own, or just have some faults or just some weaknesses, and that's why blending is so important, as well as the fact that many Portuguese vineyards are field blends and quite small as well. Finally, Castellau, which is the most planted black grape variety in Portugal, and this is planted all over, and it is adaptable to different climates and different growing conditions, whether they're damp or arid, and so Portugal's climate going from damp on the coast to arid inland. The most famous area is Palmela, an historic um, DOC in the region of Setubal, just inland from Lisbon, where the wines have a bit more structure and complexity, and the variety of styles is not just adaptable to the different climates is Castellau, but also to the different soils. So in the sandy soils near the coast produces deep-coloured, aromatic, fuller-bodied styles of wine, such as in Palmela, whereas on the clay soils the wines are lighter and paler. So you can see why it is planted quite widely, because it is adaptable to different climates and different soils, producing different styles of wine, also useful in blending. So though, that's a quick overview of the different grape varieties of Portugal, both white and black, connected to the different regions, from the more maritime climate along the coast to the continental climate inland, from cooler to drier, different soil types and the different grape varieties adapted to those different climates and soils where the acid, alcohol, body, and in the case of the black grapes, the tannin, all contribute to the blends to produce consistent wines, which is why Portuguese wine is at its best as a blend, not just historic regions, not just because of the small field blends by um, small growers, but also because these different grape varieties work so well together to produce consistent quality wines. So thank you for listening. This is Matthew, and this has been Matthew's World of Wine and Drink.